Welcome to the Teachers on Fire podcast, where 21st century educators come to share, learn, and be inspired. We believe in the growth mindset, creativity, communication, critical thinking, collaboration, and strategic uses of education technology. Our mission is to share news and views from teachers who are crushing it in the classroom and making a difference for learners everywhere. I'm your host, Tim Cavey. Let's jump into today's episode. Today, I'm speaking with Kristen Hunt. Kristen is a devoted wife and mom of four boys. Wow. Sixth grade teacher, learner, and global citizen. Her passions include Genius Hour, project-based learning, the outdoor classroom, the 40-book challenge, and student voice. Kristen, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Are you ready to talk education? Definitely. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. I can't wait to jump into this. Why don't you start by telling us about your current teaching situation? Well, I teach in Holt, Michigan. I'm a sixth grade educator, and I teach an integrated language arts and social studies curriculum, which has been really fun to do. Um, Currently, I'm actually part-time. I job share with another teacher named Katie Balecki, and with me having four boys, five and under, it's been really nice to be home a little bit more, but also continue to stay present in the classroom and also per- pursue, you know, other professional opportunities. So I'm in a really, really lucky situation right now. It's been really great. That's so cool. So does it end up being 50% time in the classroom? Um, right now, my teaching partner is 60% and I'm 40%. So she okay. starts the week with our sixth graders and I end the week with our sixth graders, which is pretty cool. All right. Awesome. Well, I hope that I, I know a few job share teachers and I hope that 40% doesn't become 80% for you. <laughs> oh, it year. totally <laughs> is. It totally is. Just like everybody's 100% is much more than 100%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. It sounds like you have a, a good dynamic happening there. Yes. Why don't you Why don't you take us to a low moment that you faced in your teaching or education career, Kristen, and then how you overcame that? Well, one low moment in education for me is when I see that students don't have enough access to books, mm-hmm. and this access could be either in the actual amount of books that they can touch or borrow or see or read, or also in kind of the types of books that students have access to. Um, I've noticed that a lot of districts censor what's being available to read, and sometimes that censorship is the low priority that's placed on librarians or being able to budget money to be available for teachers to stock their own classroom libraries, Um, or sometimes that censorship can be when there are books not in our classrooms because the subjects are too mature or they maybe don't fit the student population, and so in For me, I really think that every kid that I serve deserves to have their story reflected and told in literature and that all of my students need to be reading about kids who are exactly like them and also about kids who are completely different than they are. So um, my teaching partner and I work really hard to overcome this by never telling a child they can't read something and Mm -hmm. by trying to always be stocking our library with books that our students recommend and we are always learning about new books coming out. And then also by book talking constantly, I'm Mm -hmm. a huge pusher of books, constantly giving kids books in their hands to read. And we give our kids a lot of time in the school day to read and a lot of choice in what they read. And then finally I will continue to bring books back to my colleagues and people in my district who make decisions to really help books be not only mirrors for our kids to see 
and learn about kids, people that they are like, but also to be kind of windows and doors for our students too, to learn more about other cultures and other types of people. Hmm. Wow. There's so much there that I love and that is really close to my heart. I love the part about book talks. Now, is that something formal that you set up in the classroom or are you just talking about, you know, telling your kids, hey, I was reading this book the other day and blah, blah, blah. I mean, maybe you're doing both, but what do you mean by book talks? Yeah, I do a little bit of both. Um, Sometimes we do formal, I like to call them kind of like minute book talks where I'll just be kind of sharing a book that's in our classroom library or a book that I've just finished and kind of maybe read the back or preview the first chapter or first couple pages or just kind of really excite them about the book. And then we also have our students do a lot of book talks too. Um, We've even had them do kind of a speed dating type of thing where they kind of sit with some partners and share some books that we're reading and really make those books appealing to their group members. And then they switch to, which has been really cool. And we're like constantly making lists of books and just, and we just talk about books all the time, all the time. (laughs) That's awesome. Kristen, what is it that excites you about education today? This could be a big picture kind of an answer, or it might be something you're doing right there in your classroom. And I know right now we're on summer vacation, but what is it that excites you about education today? I really love when I learn about things or meet other teachers that are really about giving voice and choice back to their students in the classroom. Mm -hmm. And so one example um, of that that I'm really excited about is Genius Hour. And um, that's the practice that was kind of taken from Google where they gave their employees some time during their workday to pursue passion projects. Mm -hmm. And so in our team, we give our students an hour a week that's kind of theirs where they can research a topic of their choosing. They seek out mentors in our community to connect with and learn more from and they present their findings to an authentic audience. And it's really been incredible to watch what students do with Genius Hour and just letting them learn about things that they're interested in, that they care about, that they want to pursue. It's just a really, really awesome thing to be a part of. And I've really seen a lot of teachers try that out, and it's really great. Um, Another thing that's really firing me up and is really inspiring my work lately is the idea of going gradeless. Mm. And so for the last about year and a half, my classroom has been a gradeless classroom. So we give feedback only with no scores. Um, and so we have a cycle where the students receive feedback and then they reflect on it and they revise it and they actually resubmit work to show proficiency and mastery. So there's a really great professional learning community out there of educators that are doing this right now. And they're from all over the world and teaching all subjects at all age levels. And we've just learned so much, my teaching partner and I, from being a part of that group. Really exciting stuff from them. That is such an exciting movement. And you're right. I think the the gradeless movement, if we could call it that, is sort of reaching a tipping yeah. point, right? It's, it's starting to go mainstream. And I know, you know, different jurisdictions are treating the gradeless philosophy differently, but once you start to get, once you start to see the power, right, of, of feedback over just getting that static, yes. that, that number or that letter grade where, where students really don't have anywhere to go from there, once they get that feedback right. instead and, and they start to understand that learning is a process and, you know, there's always a journey of improvement and reiteration and, you know, learning can really take off and it's such a powerful idea. So 
Kristen, outside of education, what's another area of passion and learning for you? What's lighting your fire and getting you excited outside of professional learning, outside of your practice? Well, clearly I've already talked about my love for books and um, me being a mom of four boys. I think recently I've been really trying to read and learn a lot about how I can best support and encourage Mm. boys, not just my own boys, but the males that I serve in my classroom every day too. So if I'm going to be, you know, a hashtag boy mom, I am really, (laughs) really trying to learn all that I can about you know, the male brain and the different learning styles that they might bring and any kind of research um, and also tips and advice on how to support their social and emotional and mental health too. So that's really been something I've been passionate about recently, serving me both in the classroom and at home. And then I just, you know, I, I read about everything, you know, nonfiction, fiction, all kinds of genres. And I just, I'm a huge book pusher. I'm constantly pushing books on my students, my own children, my family, (laughs) anybody who will talk about books with me, I'm like so into it. So I just really want to be learning all the time. And so, you know, that is serves me obviously in the classroom, but there's always so much to learn about everything. It it sounds like you are a lifelong learner for sure. Now I have a few quick questions here, Kristen. Number one, are you on Goodreads? Yes, I am. Okay. Goodreads is so awesome. Am I right? Yes, I love it. Yeah, my my to read list is way too long. <laughs> it's overwhelming. It just, yeah, it is. It is for for me too. It just it keeps growing into infinity. But yeah, such a good platform. So if you are a teacher out there and you have a passion for reading, connect with other educators on Goodreads. It's so much fun. And question number two, Kristen, on the reading front, have you made the transition over to the the reading tablets, or are you still physical only? How do you treat that? That's a great question. I actually do a combination of both. I know some people are very polarized on this issue. Right. You know, they really love to have the actual physical book or their way into their, you know, Kindle or tablet. I do have a Kindle and I use that for the most part, especially if I'm traveling so that I don't bring like six books with me. I can just put yeah, those six yeah. on my Kindle. It saves a lot of space. Um, it just depends on how I can get my hands on a book that I want. So if I can pick it up from the library first before it's ready in my ebook format i'll take it like whatever however i can get the book the quickest Mm -hmm. and then my last my last question there just following up some comments you made about the you know just just the the passion you have for for being a hashtag boy mom as you put it which i which i love (laughs) if that's a real hashtag that's awesome oh it so is (laughs) Now, I should have mentioned earlier, you've got a great blog at Voice Choice and Paper Airplanes, but do you do any mom blogging as well? I do. I have a, um, I have a personal blog too. It's um, the luckiest no matter what dot blogspot dot com. Oh, yeah. And I just, yeah, I write a lot about the having and raising of four little boys and all that that entails. <laughs> well, that's awesome. <laughs> We're going to move into some rapid fire recommendations, Kristen. So let's start back at Twitter. You've already mentioned your you're active there. Who do you recommend that we need to follow on Twitter? Um, one name I want to give you is Joy Kerr. Mm-hmm. And she is super active on Twitter. And she's an avid reader. Um, she teaches middle school. And she also does Genius Hour and is gradeless in her classroom. And the, the things that she puts out there are always positive. She's an amazing sharer of information. You she can is. ask her and for anything and she will just like send you links to things. She blogs a lot too. And I just love watching what she does in her classroom. And she also recently wrote a book called shift this. And 
it's amazing because they're, it's writing about kind of doing some really tiny things that can make a big impact with your Mm -hmm. students. So I really, she's definitely one of my most favorite people out there in the Twitterverse. And I of course would be remiss if I didn't um, tell you to follow my teaching partner too, um, Katie Balecki, her Twitter handle is at KT Tash, T-A-S-C-H. And she and I both share work that we do in our classroom and we're active in several different kind of professional learning communities out there too. So she puts out some great things as well. Well, I love both those recommendations and I'll say to Joy, we just had her on the Teachers on Fire podcast back at episode 35. So if you are interested in getting more great stuff from her, check that out. And, you know, my guest for episode 36 was someone named Andy McNair. I don't know if you've come across her before, but she's another. Yes, I have. Yep. Yeah, she's another (laughs) Genius Hour booster. So we've got a few of them coming on here. (laughs) Next, Kristen, point us to an ed tech tool that you currently love using in your classroom or your day-to-day work. My team for the last couple of years has been using Seesaw a lot. Um, It's an online student portfolio and it's super easy and user-friendly and your students can go in there and they can take videos or upload work. They can blog through there and also place their work in folders. And so as our gradeless work has been going on, it's a beautiful tool to see growth, to be able to have an assignment go in there early on and then be able to see the evolving of that assignment to then show proficiency at the end. So we do um, student-led conferences too with families and students can get on there and show their parents all of the work that they've been doing and parents can check in from home and it's just a really great communication tool all around for all of us to use. So good. Next, now we've talked books a couple times already, but is there one that maybe you've been reading lately, Kristen, that you really have to recommend to our audience? Yes, I will push this book like crazy any day. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's called Classroom Habitudes, and it's by Angela Mayers. And this book helps you as an educator bring habits and attitudes of imagination, curiosity, adaptability, perseverance, courage, self-awareness, and passion into your classroom and have it be kind of a part of every single thing that you do with your students. Mm -hmm. And this book was a huge game changer for me. And so with kind of having the language of the habitudes and then pairing that with Genius Hour and our gradeless practice, I mean, that has completely transformed what I've been doing in my classroom and giving a really good language to our students too. It's awesome. It's a wonderful book. Very cool. All right. That was Classroom Habitudes. And then are you a podcast listener, Kristen? And if so, tell us about a podcast you've been enjoying lately. I really like the Teachers Going Gradeless podcast. Um, That's really opened my eyes to all of the different kinds of educators that are doing this work all over the world. And it's been great to kind of hear some of their stories and some of their trials and errors and a lot of their successes. That's been a really cool podcast to listen to. I feel like for any teacher out there who's really wrestling with this philosophy of going gradeless, I mean, some teachers have some big fears, right? Are they absolutely, if you're you're used to understanding grades as a means of accountability or punishment and reward, 
it can be kind of frightening to just take that out of the picture. But yeah, it seems to me that, you know, if you do have those questions and concerns, get plugged into these places, uh, follow the hashtags on Twitter, listen to this teachers going gradeless podcast and, and start to understand a little better what this philosophy is all about. So thanks for that. Shout out to them. And then last question, Kristen, you're at the end of your day. All the boys are in bed <laughs> and you've got, you've got no energy for reading, which I, I'm guessing doesn't happen too often. But what what is it that you're watching on Netflix right now? Well, you know, I have a, a newborn at home and so you're up a lot in the middle of the night. Um, right. And so I've been rewatching Friends for like the hundredth time. You know, I've seen every episode <laughs> multiple times, but that's always a fun one to watch. And then I've really enjoyed the crown. I was kind of late to pick that up, I think, but I've been really, really enjoying it. And the fact that there's so much in there that's true, it's, I've gone and done all kinds of reading and learning about the Royal family as it's grown over the years. So I really enjoyed that one as well. Yeah, that's a a fascinating series for sure. And it Mm -hmm. it definitely, you know, it gave us an additional perspective on the Royal wedding, right? Absolutely. Hey, Kristen, what are the best ways for the listeners to follow you and get to know your content a little bit better? Well, my um, Twitter handle is at KM Hunt, and that's H-U-N-D-T. I have a silent D in my name. Um, Follow me there, and I tweet a lot. And then I know you mentioned um, our website, voicechoiceandpaperairplanes.com. And my uh, teaching partner and I have just been featured in AJ Giuliani's new book, The PBL Playbook, about project-based learning. So. Um, that was, we're so excited to be a part of that. And we also have done um, a little bit of writing on Genius Hour for the Teachers Going Gradeless group. So if you go to teachersgoinggradeless.com, um, we have a, we're a part of a Genius Roundtable with actually Joy Kerr, which was an awesome opportunity. Well, Kristen, I don't know how you're doing it all, but you are and you're, you're reading, it sounds like a ton in the midst of all of that. So I'm just in, I try, I try. I'm just in awe, but We'll make sure we get all those links up on teachersonfire.net for the listeners to uh, check you out there. Thanks again so much for sharing a little bit of your time today with us. And thanks for all you're doing. Have a wonderful rest of the summer. Thank you. You too. I'm so grateful to be a part of this. All right. Take care, Kristen. Bye-bye. You too. Thanks for listening to this episode of Teachers on Fire, where teachers come to share, learn, and be inspired. Please subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review on iTunes, and follow us on Twitter at Teachers on Fire. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, saying goodbye for now, and we'll catch you next time right here on the Teachers on Fire podcast.